Susan Felth, the Citizen Kane of podcasting. Modern man is confronted with so many movies. Which ones are films? And which ones are filth? Three years old. I'm watching Shin Godzilla. Or like, Godzilla Resurgence, as no one calls it. No, what? Who calls it that? I thought that was an anime. That was its that English was... name when it released. Oh, okay. I thought that was just the marketing term. Mm. I don't know. I have the. I I saw it as Shin Godzilla in at the Atlanta premiere. Right. So we're talking Shin Godzilla today. Luke, it's your birthday pick. We should should we sing a, a birthday song to him? September eleventh, the day to remember. September eleventh, the day of joy. Yes, Luke's <laughs> birthday is September eleventh. <laughs> well, um, how about that? <laughs> I guess that's fitting for a disaster film. I, I mean, well, it's Absolutely. a monster film. Disaster. Hi, is Matt it is here? A dis- we said Luke's name a few times. Mark, you want to say your name? It's Mark. It's Mark's my name. This is a. This is a. This film has many, many layers. But this film is post three eleven. It's true. Yes, yes. I mean that's what it's really referring to, isn't it? So, um. <laughs> I'm. You could find. You could find all kinds of things in this film. It's part of why it's the best film we've ever covered on this podcast. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it's in like my top ten films of all time for sure. I've watched this more than I've watched most of the Star Wars movies. <laughs> I I gotta I, I'll be the slight dissenter. I do like this film a lot, but I, I I think I actually do like Final Wars better on most levels. Um, and we'll get into that and stuff, you know. So. That's it. I oh, always yeah. say this one <laughs> and the original are the two good Godzilla films. They're not my favorite Godzilla films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, it's. This is good and great. The first Godzilla is good, and then there's a lot of great. I don't know. This this to me covers just so many bases, right? And that's part of I like. I think this is this is my favorite Godzilla movie, but it's partly because it crosses over into so many other genres that I love, mm. like uh, people in a room yelling at each other and acting weird. Luke, you got a Godzilla 1984 because they're in all the bookstores right now. No, I specifically only have the Godzillas that I've seen in theaters. Oh, okay. Because that was my way of stopping myself just buying all the Godzillas I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I have got a shin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All okay, right. I, I couldn't resist this uh, Godzilla 1984. Uh, they're putting out, I guess, Shin Godzilla, a new one in like a month, right? And apparently no, it's Shin Godzilla, Godzilla minus one. It's completely unrelated to Shin Godzilla. No, 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 no. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the model. Oh, the figure. I see. Oh, I sorry. just got the uh, Godzilla 1984. Next month, they are putting out a Shin Godzilla and at 1700 scale. And I didn't realize that Shin Godzilla is at least twice as big as classic Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Um, Godzilla gets larger. bigger as the buildings get bigger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that makes and sense. And they had to make him, a, I think he's about 10 meters taller than the 2014 legendary Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> so well, according to these model scales, Shin Godzilla could totally fuck up King Ghidorah, no problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So that's my thought. When did I? So I first saw this. Uh, oh, when I was in a hospital like three years ago. So I was in a Japanese hospital. Seems like a good way to watch Shin Godzilla, right? As uh, you're watching all the machinations of Japanese bureaucracy going on, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it it fit. <laughs> I I saw this as I mentioned at the Atlanta premiere. My friend Shane Perdu, uh, presented it. He had been at the uh, I think Tokyo premiere of it himself. Um, hopefully, we'll get him on this podcast at some point. But um, uh, it was awesome, and I loved it immediately. But not for Shin Godzilla, because they're doing that now. Okay. Unless you want to call him so, up real quick. Oh, well, no, I, I watched mean, it Luke's back in the UK. Like We were big into Godzilla films, me and my brother. Mostly me. Um, but like, we downloaded a few and watched it, and we watched it. I was like, oh, that was good. Didn't really get it. And then five years ago, I moved to Japan and worked in the Japanese company. <laughs> and then I rewatched it. Um I think this is only the second time I've actually watched it with subtitles because I watched it in the theater in Japan a couple of times back in COVID the films weren't getting made. So they were just playing old films and they had Shin Godzilla and I saw it in a theater to myself. And I was That's like, cool. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. has, it? has anyone seen this, uh, the dub? Cause I've only seen it. Uh, Japanese. I've seen audio. it subtitled and I've seen it in Japanese without even the subtitles. I've never seen the oh, dub. Okay. I accidentally watched the dub and I was like, I, I was like, oh, should I get it? Was like, oh, no, I've seen this. This is like the third time I've seen it. Let's see how the dub plays this time. So I did do the dub last night. Hmm. I did the dub. Did the dub. I, yeah, you I know, no 60s idea. Godzilla's Good. films are great dubbed, right? So I was like curious yeah. how this one would play. And also because it would take me like a, a little bit of time to get the subtitle one. So <laughs> I, some of the 2000s era ones are even pretty decent dubbed, but they're not as fun as the older ones yeah yeah because uh yeah i used to watch old videotapes of like ever a horror of the deep and stuff and the dub was part of the fun of them yeah i, I remember watching in atlanta's plaza theater watching dubs i think or what what, what were we watching yeah the Monsters. Now. i think it was that yeah right. yeah which I don't... Do, do you remember which monsters because yeah the that's the thing is that my friend shane who i mentioned uh runs the silver scream spook show which i was a part of for a long time and uh, would get prints of all kinds of old stuff, including many Godzilla films. And uh, some of which I saw for the first time at spook shows. But, you know. Yeah, I saw several of the classic Toho ones like in the in that theater. So, you know, definitely a good place to watch a Godzilla film uh, if for you're sure. not in Japan. <laughs> it's the first place I saw Godzilla GMK, a.k.a. Godzilla all out giant monsters all out attack from 2003, which I think is one of my favorite recent ones is that one really nihilistic or something or is that the one before it it was the one where godzilla is the bad guy and king ghidra is the good guy and i believe that's the only film with that configuration oh okay mm. interesting and there's is that the one before the time travel no wow. no it's pretty straightforward it's like baragon and king ghidra and mothra versus godzilla and godzilla is like a terrifying badass in it mm. nice is there a reason was he possessed by the the war dead or something Use use uh, just nature's pissed. wrath. Okay, that's cool. You I mean, know. I guess he's pretty wrathful. Um, not it's not wrathful in his movie. He's just no, you know, violent. No, he's right? just in pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, like he's, Godzilla's the victim of this film. <laughs> I I love the you know part of what I love about this is that you get because of all the info dumping you get from all the characters. Everyone's just sort of like he's just walking forward. 
They say that a lot of times. It's true. God's you're watching Godzilla walk from point A to point B, and then he gets frozen, and that's we just happen to be in his way. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I will say, um, one one of our our buddies, uh, Scott, he lives in Tama, so watching this movie this time, visited a few, visited him a few times, and they uh, have the big defense of the Tama River. So I was like, oh, I recognize seeing this when I ride in the train, and I'm like, oh, there's we were watching this. We started this film on my laptop on the train back from Issei um, to Tokyo Station. <laughs> I got to Tokyo Station like basically at the same time Godzilla did and then obviously finished the film at home. But that's, yeah. That's good. So could you match the Tama Bridge with the uh, the Tama River with the... with the Not quite, but we were like mostly kept opening the map and being like, oh look, he's here and we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's a good way to watch it. So yeah, it was just a fun way to watch by... it, yeah memory trips of uh going to tama because I've, I've spent a few minutes in tama that's where uh sanrio pure land is too so shin godzilla probably destroyed sanrio pure land in the, in the oh, no sanrio characters boat ride the, the uh whatever the last godzilla movie i saw he destroyed something that looked really cool and <laughs> now i have to look it up <laughs> he destroyed something that looked really cool i had to look up and see if it was a real thing it looked like a magical castle was it one of the wild things in Hong Kong from um, Godzilla vs. Kong? It was Godzilla against Mechagodzilla from 2011, I think. Seen that one? That wouldn't be 2011. Yeah, I was about to say 2001 sounds wrong. Nope. It is the second, 2002, it is the second yeah. Mechagodzilla film. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, 2004 was Final Wars, then there was no Godzillas for 10 years. Right, right, right. I was off by 12 years, years, depending on your point of view. Whether you yeah. count American ones or not, <laughs> it's uh we weren't using. I wasn't using metric years. It's the year <laughs> glip forward now, right? Hmm. It's the year glip forward. Yes, the year twenty XX. I was, you know, should have added born one in more nineteen. X. I was born in nineteen X. I'm a twenty XX guy. who was born in nineteen XX. Yes, there we go. That makes sense. Everyone can work that out. That's why metric is better. Yes. I like it when um we don't know what he Gen likes. Zers like to call nineteen ninety the late nineteen hundreds just to make <laughs> <laughs> just to make millennials feel that. old. I love <laughs> that technically shit. wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I can do that. That's fine. Well, sometimes I love to post things like, oh, you know that it's Dr. Dre's The Chronic is closer to the Beatles than it is to now, just because people people my age sometimes get really precious about their like 90s shit and um time keeps going man 90s shit is having its moment though like the beast wars movie came out and when i went to like just you know window shopping in tokyo the pokemon and digimon stuff is way more expensive than any of the 80s stuff at the moment Mm. Ah, so we need the 90s cafe now okay Mm -hmm. if there's any planned hollywoods left that should cover the bases but Instant 90s cafe, right? Anyway, Shin Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to tell us find plot whatever for that they one? destroyed in that? Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should try and tell you the plot. Um, a boat washes up on the Tokyo Bay with no occupants and only a mysterious document. Simultaneously, a large water burst erupts and an underground tunnel is flooded. The government hustles to create a response, but they're pretty lackadaisical about it until a big tail emerges from the water and they realize it's an unidentical biological threat. Godzilla is approaching Tokyo 
and the Japanese government repeatedly fails to act until it take taken on by a young upstart and his American counterpart race to defeat Godzilla before the Americans drop a nuke on Japan. They manage to freeze him with coagulant and they realize that maybe old people shouldn't be left in charge of everything forever. Yeah, but the younger people get older and then you get the same problem again. Yes, hey, and that's we... why you replace them constantly. That's why you Logans run the government. We should <laughs> <laughs> let's speed run the Logans running of the government. We should note that uh today apparently is the day that they're gonna start dumping the Fukushima water into the Pacific, which seems weirdly yep. fitting for your Shin Godzilla podcast. Yep. Um... <laughs> I mean they've they've treated it. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I, it might be fine, but uh, a lot of poetically, it is about so. it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to be a little objective about it because I don't know all the facts. But no, no I'm just saying it's very indicative of the way the government runs in this movie. It's the same thing with the other countries are not really into this, but America's like, go ahead. The U.S. ambassador to, is apparently going to Fukushima today to eat some fish. So <laughs> let me tell you this. I do not want to see the version of Shin Godzilla that is the American version. I do not want to see whatever our government is handling this same exact problem. Mm. I'm, I'm not saying that they would immediately go nuke everything, but it would be ugly and not fun to watch. Well, the I correct believe. time to, for America to do Shin Godzilla would be, you know, during the Trump presidency so he could be like it's monstrous monstrous it's, and nothing would uh, happen. It, well that's my point it would just, it would be, just be a whole lot of there'd be a lot more bluster because everyone talks quietly in boardrooms and this one decides to go to another one where he'd he'd smack talk it at least right it would yeah, just be just fires everyone nothing yeah, he would, would fire everyone it. and there would be the the big empty room with like three people who one of whom is sucking Trump's Sleeping. dick. And then, yeah. <laughs> the other two had Twitter accounts about Godzilla, but aren't actually qualified. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't I don't even feel like I've seen a satire as dark as the actual Trump presidency. Yeah, well, that's it. Like, people at the South Park and everyone said, like, your satire is dead because we can't make it funnier than what's really happening. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's very funny for me because I'm entirely on the outside. You could make it happier. <laughs> it could be like, like more fun. Then it would be different than reality. <laughs> someday, I'm probably not long from now, there will be an entire book when Twitter or X or whatever it is is completely dead. There'll be a book that condenses the entire like story of its downfall into, you know, just sort of a mm -hmm. uh, an outline. And that will be an incredibly fun read. People bullied Elon Musk, so he bought the company and tanked it. <laughs> but, but, it's a one-page you know, book. When you read the day by day of it, it's oh yeah, yeah, like the really funny stuff in there. But it's just like I'm also sad. Someone on a podcast today, so she works in like, um, like she works in like as a social media manager, and she says like, yeah, all the back end parts of Twitter of X are still labeled Twitter. <laughs> like they haven't bothered yeah. to change the name in most of the like tools. That people use it's just the very very front end part where they've changed it to x and a lot of that too it's like i'll i'll go to something and it'll say something specifically twitter 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 nothing about mm -hmm. there might be a picture of an x in the corner but yeah, all the urls are still shit. it's such <laughs> basic shit like i understand maybe the urls might take a while to change over but but just changing the word twitter to control f twitter yeah. <laughs> so now you understand why it's so hard to do something about Shin Godzilla, especially in I Japan. <laughs> might be easier to do something about Shin Godzilla than to 
run do a something about Elon like Musk. Cutting, yeah, <laughs> actually, it might be pretty easy to do something about Elon Musk, but nobody's. Yeah, I would like it. to. Yeah, well, hopefully, you get your chance. Yeah, just like while um while Mark Zuckerberg has him in a um, chokehold, you just sort of come in with a steel yeah. chair, except mm -hmm. for the steel chair has a like. A, I do. I do um, want to clarify quickly. This is not parody and not joke. <laughs> we do want to physically assault Elon Musk <laughs> and kill him. Yes. <laughs> Uh, find us on what X. are you gonna do what are you gonna do remove us from your podcast network stitcher <laughs> <laughs> oh god <clears throat> yeah anyway. um, so all three of us had seen this film a couple times um, but i was watching it with um mercy for the first time and she was so frustrated <laughs> they're trying to get anything done like she's someone who will like physically react when she's watching stuff it's great and she's just there like biting her fist like, <laughs> like yeah and, like, that's exactly what they're going for so they're nailing it but yeah, yeah. it's like they're in the prime minister's office having a meeting we need to have a bigger meeting then they go have the bigger meeting gee we should and then that meeting decides to have a smaller meeting back in the prime minister's mm -hmm. office right so that I was wondering if you're going to do that in your plot summary and make it like a real long one for once. <laughs> yeah. No, the one the one that really pissed her off was the line, um, well, we don't even know what department this falls under. <laughs> <laughs> there was at one point someone said something and and someone was like, What who are you speaking to? Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> that was an amazing He's like, We need to do it. And they're like, Who are you addressing? Is <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought I always found that funny and charming because I guess because American bureaucracy operates so differently it's so hard to get any it's a different problem here because not only is it hard to get people to give a shit but it's hard to i don't know it's hard to even get people to believe that people will give a shit it's mm. hard to, it's just a different it's a different set of problems it's a lot of there's a ton of people that believe that any government agency is going to be completely inept and you'll mm -hmm. go to the dmv and nothing will be there and sometimes that is true but it's like we need that stuff. We can't privatize things. Privatizing things is a nightmare. Like, That's I, what militias are for. They can take down Godzilla. <laughs> I got so mad at the power company today because my power went out for three hours. But you know, if my power went out in Texas, um, it would still go out for three hours, and then my bill would be a thousand dollars. It's just um, uh -huh. <laughs> we we uh yeah okay. our solution to. <laughs> You're suggesting that Reagan didn't solve all problems forever? No, he didn't. I mean, he <laughs> solved one problem by dying. But it, it <laughs> happened too late. Mm. Well, apparently he wasn't... Yeah, he got shot and he couldn't even do that right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, apparently he wasn't there for the second half of his presidency anyway. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even have Alzheimer's fast enough. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, if that had gone a little faster, that could have made around 1989 real entertaining. 88. Like, can you imagine if? Can you imagine if a president's of if a president of the United States set an example that a president having dementia was actually a bad thing that we didn't want? Could you imagine that happening? Mm, it's, <laughs> we're working on that again, are we? Take two. We're never gonna. It's never gonna work. Um, anyway, I still Dirk Brandon 2024. <laughs> 
One thing that Price. I guess still gets a little in my craw in this movie is I, I double down on not liking CGI slug Godzilla in the earlier. Yeah, yeah, it's weird because once he's in his final form, he looks so real. And like some of the earlier forms do have some pretty sloppy CGI. Like I genuinely thought this was a Suitmation film at times the first time I watched it. And then when I learned that, like, no, there's no suit Godzilla, that's all CG, I was like, oh. I mean, weirdly, they didn't make it look real. They made it look like a real man in a suit. Yeah, yeah. it was... <laughs> I find the first, wherever the wiggly form, I found that both terrifying and silly. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's what makes it work. It's but it would have worked better as a puppet, I yeah. think. I, it's like... There's something weird about the camera work in those scenes, and I don't know if that's mm. the CGI team's choice, but part of why I love the uh, whatever final Godzilla, adult yeah. Godzilla, is that so much of like Hideaki Anno's camera work at that point, it's like just a camera that is sitting there, mm. and uh, it's yeah, such a great contrast, scope. yeah, but it's such a great contrast to part of why another thing i love about this movie is that every bureaucracy every meeting is the camera just darting around constantly and people talking really fast but mm. when you watch godzilla destroy stuff it slows down it zooms out it stops moving and that is very but effective like, you could say that that's what that's communicating is like when you're in that boardroom there's all these different opinions all these different people trying to say the thing nothing's getting done but when mm -hmm. you're looking at godzilla there is no opinion that's what's happening Exactly. It's like it's when like, your life slows down. You can down debate and you can debate and you can debate, but here's the fact. This thing is shooting laser beams right now. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a much more subtle way of doing the camera slows down when you're about to get punched in the face by the guy. Yeah, yeah. It, there's no actual slow motion. It's just the the kineticism calms down when it needs to. And that that the actual like beam scene is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I, I might not have yeah. watched this film. As many times as you, but I've watched that scene a million times with the yeah. music and everything. Incredible. Yeah, even thinking about it is making my hair stand up. At the same time, soggy noodles truly do suck. <laughs> <laughs> what a great scene that is. Um, well, you know, he takes a while to, to contemplate the soggy noodles. You know, maybe you <laughs> maybe you find Zen and that's why they're getting soggy. He's looking for the Zen and the noodles, you know, or, or he's just old and tired. <laughs> It's sadness. It's the Nothing is getting PM. done. None of these noodles are getting any less soggy. I guess that's the opposite of Battlestar, where it's like the education um, secretary is now the president. She's a badass. Or here it's like the agricultural guy is now the PM, and he's fo fixated on lunch. Hey, Mercy like turns to me and is like, "Why the fuck did they put out to this guy?" And it's like he just he would have done a bunch of favors for other old men, <laughs> and then the time yeah. came up where he could have it, and they gave it to him, and it's like. No one was actually thinking, like, is he the right guy for the job? It's just like, oh, yeah, old what's his chops? We don't really I owe see, him one. We don't really see the actual Oji-san layer in this film, though, because Japan notoriously has the really old guys who are too old to actually be in office, but their opinion matters the most. Hmm. Like, I mean, like former PMs and things. Like, like in the States, you know, presidents usually just go off and, like, kind of stay out of the picture, whereas the uh, former... Uh, yeah, had he not gotten shot, that's the role Abe would be in right now, right? Would that's be... the role he kind of was in when he got shot. Yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he wasn't the PM, but he was still the guy who actually... And that goes back, like, centuries in Japan. Like, emperors and shoguns, like, the current emperor was never the one with the power. 
it was his dad who was still acting emperor and similarly oh. with shoguns and that's a good that was a way they avoided um like big what's the word i'm looking for like inheritance disputes because like you're actually still around for 20 years while your heir is nominally the emperor to make sure that they're in a very solid position before you pass away interesting and then I had no they'll idea. do the same they'll do the same thing as well and that sort of yeah that's how the tokugawa stayed in power for like 250 years completely unchallenged i i guess not you know maybe this movie despite the fact that the whole kind of joke is or conceit i should say is that it moves slowly it's still moving mm. too fast to properly bring in that layer of power i guess <laughs> yeah well it's it's moving the thing is hedi told this the actress to speak faster than usual and he said if they didn't speak fast enough that the uh that he'd cut the take so <laughs> he basically was like everyone talk really fast so um yeah he understood he understands that the uh the you're keeping people feeling like they're on a treadmill the entire time. I don't know. There's a lot of great choices here. Yeah. And it's, it's a very tense film. Um, I'm, I'm going to go back to her a lot just because it was so interesting. Like I've watched a lot of Godzilla films and a lot of films generally. So it's hard for me to like, it's quite hard for me to just sit myself in that place where I'm feeling the emotion a film wants me to feel these days. But mercy was like, so tense and like, what's going to happen. And, um, the first time the army about to fight Godzilla. And as like a seasoned Godzilla fan, you know what's going to happen. They're not going to dent him, right? But she like wiggled the mouse and was like, there's an hour left. They're not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> but then that, yeah. that led to the conversation where she was like, I feel really sad for all these people who are going to die. I'm like, oh, that's really weird. I always watch these films. And even when he's the villain, I'm rooting for Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I can't wait to see him smash up some tanks. And destroy a city. They keep the trains running an awfully long time. Yeah, the trains run in. They, yeah, the trains run right into him at the end. Right. Yeah. She and also my girlfriend. She's gonna listen to this, by the way. So hi, Messi. Um, secretly a huge train otaku. So <laughs> when the Shinkansen turn up and save the day at the end, she loved that. <laughs> I'll admit to being at least sort of one. I I played the train simulator a bunch. At well, the... I think it's it's you guys coming from countries that don't have good trains. Yes, yes, absolutely. Mm. Hey, Mark, uh, we're used to it here, but how do you how do you feel about the government folks feel the need to put on uniforms when things get serious? Um, I feel like did you even track on that? I did not, honestly. That's what yeah, like he, he, did, the... he literally says, like, we need to address the public. So, well, I better go put on my uniform. Yeah. And the next time you see them, they're all in the jumpsuits. Because, yeah. Which is what, I mean, when you when something gnarly happens when there's an earthquake or the 2011 stuff, yeah, everyone on the news is suddenly wearing a uniform. It's like, oh, we're, we're wearing a uniform. Things are serious now. <laughs> yeah, because they are public servants, right? Yeah. Um, and I think... At least, I'm not saying they are, but there's more of an effort to maintain the pretense that they are there to like serve the public and not just to further their own career and, you know, get wealthy off of this. Marvel Studios should create uniforms for the American government. Marvel <laughs> Studios should focus on creating costumes that look good for their superheroes. Good, no, um, for politicians, that'd be great. <laughs> you think Marvel could make, could pull off a film like this? No, absolutely not. Uh, this film just... has things to say, and yeah. it ends without the status quo being restored. 
Yeah, they just freeze Thanos. I don't know. It's just, yeah, yeah, I can't imagine them having this many competent, this big of a cast that's all good. Mm. You know what I mean? It's. I feel like even people who play sort of secondary roles usually are phoning it in on those. There's a lot of, I don't know if they... Even good actors, right, kind of phone it in on some of the Marvel yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. Like Martin Freeman's not doing his best work in those Black Panther movies. And then no. people got annoyed with Scarlett Johansson, but she's like, I don't even know what movie I'm making right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, people are annoyed. Believe... I'm like, well, well yeah, I, I see where yeah. that would happen. <laughs> this is just Especially, a day job yeah. for her. Yeah. And then it's like, I'm in five movies this year. Who who knows which one this is, you know? So and they don't I mean... give people the whole script. You know, they give they give people their page. And they mm-hmm. probably film it just out of order. Yeah, it's um, I can't believe people. I mean, I can believe it. The people got so mad at Gwyneth Paltrow being like, was I in a Spider-Man movie? Like, yeah. (laughs) Although, on the other hand, I can understand people like Anthony Mackie being upset when she comes and introduces herself like they're meeting for the first time. And he's like, I've done three films with you. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, this movie does not have that problem. But yeah, I guess that's why Marvel couldn't. But this movie is, this is exactly what we always complain about Marvel not being, which is this is a very, this is a director's film. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a Hidekiano film more than it's a Godzilla film, even. Like, yeah. the weird, like, the, the parts where it's like, he's got something to say, so the film's going to be a PowerPoint presentation for a couple minutes. <laughs> like Yeah, and there's that... so much in it that doesn't even need to be in it. And and I'm saying that as a compliment, because mm. there's still layers where I, I get everyone's titles in the corner, and people are saying a lot of information. And uh, really, Shin Ultraman is the same way, except yeah. maybe... Shin Ultraman's very different vibe though Shin Ultraman's really fun yeah I um I I believe that was three scripts that were put were condensed into one script huh because you know there are three different antagonists that don't really overlap yeah well it's basically it's running through like seasons of the Ultraman TV show yeah so that's but that's a different uh vibe than this my I mean I haven't seen that in English yet so I only kind of get it <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen I've seen Shin Kamen Rider and I haven't seen any of his these Shin films in English, and I don't All know. Right. If no, I but I mean, like you saw them with subs, right? Yeah, I haven't done that. Oh, you've seen them? Oh, sorry, with no English. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how like, Japanese I, I, I speak some Japanese, oh, yeah. but not. Sorry, I'm used to talking to Americans who never watch anything that except in you know English English. Right? No, 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 no. I've watched it in Japanese Japanese. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someday I'll do that. But what yeah. I really loved about um, shit, this is very off topic, but we're probably not going to do a Shin Ultraman <laughs> podcast anytime soon. <laughs> what I loved related. about that one, I loved the way, like the monsters and Ultraman looked really real, but the moves they were using were still like fifties effects. Yeah, that was brilliant. I, I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> I the, one of the things I love so much about it is that the the lead, everyone who played an alien in it was so weird. Yeah, I don't know, the, the the guy who plays Ultraman is just weird as hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just has this this vibe where he's just like, uh, he's kind of just staring a lot. And then the uh, the second guy, especially, who was um, took took a human form. He just there's a point where he's just kind of standing on a swing in a playground, which is such a weird yeah. thing for an adult in a business suit to do. Mm-hmm. And he's just doing it like this is what I'm doing. Hey, 
it's, <laughs> it's great. It's great. Um, highly recommend that. And Shin Kamen Rider is is okay. It's not fantastic. I haven't seen that one yet, but also I'm considerably less interested in Kamen Rider than I am Ultraman and Godzilla. The, the thing about it is that there's a lot of extremely bad CGI and um, it doesn't, it has like eight antagonists in it. So it's maybe a little too far in that direction. I had the potato are, chips. There's really good stuff in it, but you know, it's worth watching, but it's, I don't Yeah, I will check it out when I get a chance. The Shin Kamen Rider pizza potato chips are pretty good. Uh, sold. I'll take some. I mean, sounds great. This is this is Godzilla Energy Three, which I don't know if you can see. It's got Godzilla fighting King Ghidorah on it. Nice. Um, but the first flavor, Godzilla Energy One, had Shin Godzilla on it, and it's the one of the most delicious things I've ever drank. Damn. I'm so annoyed that I'm out that they don't make it anymore. <laughs> That's what they do. See if there's some old cans at the Japanese stores near me. No, Japan's very much like, oh, people like it. Stop making it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess the idea is five years later. You know, it's like the McRib. Yeah, yeah. When they bring it back, I'm going to go insane and order like a case. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, chug it all what... and be like fry in Futurama. I think the best Pocky flavors I had the first time I went to Japan were the chocolate banana flavor and the coconut. And those started showing up in America like uh, 2015, like 10 years later. I don't know why. The... I guess they stopped and then started again. The flavor of this summer was lemon. Ooh, I'll try. Everywhere it. had good. everywhere had like lemon sweets, and I I love lemon. So yeah, me it's too. been amazing. It's <laughs> like cool. lemon cakes and lemon pies and lemon chocolates and hell yeah. Um, we get some trickle down over here. Going going back <laughs> trickle down bit. lemonomics. Trickles, yeah. <laughs> uh, getting back to could Hollywood make something like this? The the other answer no is because this movie. With the action, I mean, obviously, it's got a lo- very large Godzilla stomping Tokyo, but at the same mm. time, it's kind of subtle. I mean, there's not that much Godzilla on screen, and half the time he's on screen, he's frozen, I mean, right? So <laughs> there, there kind of never is, but this is one of those where they make it count. And yeah, I, I'm not thinking myself, where the hell is Godzilla half the time? I'm not saying that I always think that during Godzilla movies, but, but sometimes, sometimes you do, right? Yeah, yeah sometimes I do. <laughs> That's why I like Final Wars, I guess. You never really have to think about <laughs> no. where Godzilla is. <laughs> I actually haven't seen Final Wars. That's one What's of What's great about Final Wars gaps. is even when Godzilla's not on screen, the human characters are just doing karate as well. Oh, hell like, yeah. Like, there's very little talking. <laughs> yeah, every, I, I really need to watch that. I've heard great things about it. Um, at the time it came out, I was just like, that sounds dumb. I'm not watching mm. it. But it is I, dumb. At the time it came so out, great. I was like, that sounds dumb. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> <laughs> It's the best kind of dumb, you know? Yes, it is dumb, but it's the best dumb. So, uh, yeah. whereas, yeah, obviously, this movie has, like, except for the CGI Squiddy Godzilla, which I would call dumb, doesn't really have any dumb in it. Well, of course, bureaucracy is dumb, but that's a different Yeah, thing. but it's, it's yeah. a smart look at dumb people, right? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Or dumb but systems, maybe not even dumb people. I don't believe there's any karate in this movie, though. No. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the movie this reminds me of the most is The Death of Stalin. Which has a lot of uh, people kind of arguing about things, except for that's instead of Godzilla, it's Stalin, mm. and also uh, Stalin dies kind of early on in that film. You, you so, would imagine so, like Godzilla. They didn't bury mm. the lead. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> it'd be awesome if they just remade. Wait, if they remade the death that, of Stalin, wait, but what Godzilla's am I thinking? In the role of I'm Stalin. trying to think of how this works. 
yeah just made you, a sequel to this and it was that but it's the death of godzilla the commissar um, of the well there was that film godzilla. last year which i haven't seen yet called like what do you do with a dead kaiju oh i haven't and heard about that yeah it's like it's a film where like i guess like the godzilla equivalent dies right at the start and it's a film about the fuck do we do with this big dead kaiju that's lying <laughs> in the street <laughs> what have, uh, have you guys seen dead uh De- big man japan yeah, you no, but we me. want to. We talked about it. Oh, you have um, seen it, Matt? Yeah, me. My, I watched it with Mark. Oh, I probably heard about it from you then. <laughs> did I? Did I bring it to you, Matt, or did you bring it to me? You brought it to me. Okay, because I, I think I saw that at the plaza. That has my favorite Ultraman sequence in it at the end, of course. <laughs> it's it's really it's great. Well, if it um, if if this is still going on, then maybe that will be our pick after after the first round. Yeah, that makes sense for October. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's far darker than this film is. Yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll definitely. I mean, it's it's got truly shit CGI, but um, you <laughs> again, it's so it's so smartly dumb. You kind of get around it, and I think it's like that one like owns its shitty G, uh, CGI. Whereas I think that's the thing. That the, my my you know flaw in the Shin Godzilla is like it really just seems like they didn't do it right. You know? Yeah. Well, I. I I assume they just spent all their money on how he looks in his final form, right? Yeah. I, I don't really have a beef with that. Big Man because... Japan just makes all the kaiju look like gloopy and stupid. Mm. <laughs> but like once once he's once he is fully Godzilla, like fuck me, what a good design. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um now this has the what to do with the well, almost dead kaiju. I I am sitting there like in two years, is Godzilla like the new tourist attraction, like next to the sky tree or something? Well, um, uh, Anno did write a treatment. I think it was called Shin Godzilla sequel memo. Um, mm-hmm. That he was he wanted to call the sequel Shin Godzilla retaliates, and he As said he wanted to, to make very Japanese title. Uh, yeah, and he said something like he wanted to make a film for people who didn't like the movie Shin Godzilla. <laughs> I don't that know that is, I think, the best way to approach making sequels for anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, Anno is he's a brilliant guy. He also kind of. It's a weird, fucked up, depressed guy. So yeah, it, you know, I mean that's um, that's the playbook of Matrix sequels, right? Which I I, I know at least Luke and I are pretty <laughs> down with them all, and a lot of people are still not. I, I think the <laughs> Matrix. I think the first two Matrix sequels have rel- have they people like those now? Am I wrong? People no, um, people still talk no. about it as only the first one's good. Oh, okay. People like people of my generation like a lot of the action, especially in Reloaded. Mm. But people still talk about it as like no, the first one's the only one that's good. Because I would just I think, think I... people have softened on the Star Wars prequels more than they have on those. See, I'm mm. the opposite. I'm still pretty much like screw the Star oh, yeah. Wars prequels, and I yeah. and I I quite like the Matrix. I always liked the Star Wars prequels and the Matrix sequels, but also I was you know between the ages of eight and fifteen when all of these films came out. <laughs> I've actually gotten to the point where I just feel like the Matrix is my Star Wars, and uh, mm. that's how I feel about absolutely. I feel, yeah regardless of whatever age I'm supposed to be to feel like that. Um, I feel like the matrix is my star Wars and I forgive those sequels. Like I would like some people forgive the star Wars prequels and that's fine. It's like, I've watched the matrix like 25 times <laughs> and I've never watched a star Wars movie that much. Yeah. That's saying something for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I used to, yeah. I used to watch, I, I almost wore out my parents VHS tape of the first matrix film. Yeah, and I can still. So oh, I got forty five minutes to kill. What am I going to do? Well, I'm going to fast forward to the um, lobby the and watch from there. 
I hang on every word. I remember every every part of it. I you know, yeah, it's still still hits for me. Well, so. I think it probably helps um Leah say into your Star Wars because it's still nice and contained like Star Wars used to be, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got the three matrix, yeah. the matrix. <laughs> you got some video games if you want them, but you you don't. They're really, you know, except for the, where all the Smiths make the big Smith. That's the only part that you really need from the, <laughs> that you can't live without from the games. But um, it's and then also thing. you've got they tried to like start doing to the Matrix what they're doing to Star Wars, and fucking she stopped them like an absolute queen <laughs> by making <laughs> yeah. a film where the whole message was how dare you make me make this film. I know. I think it. I yeah, think and- in the long run, it's going to work out well that the movie was quote unquote a flop because it's like yes. the movie was meant to put a cap on it and now it mm-hmm. will. <laughs> yeah. And it's not, it's not like someone couldn't continue that because, and that's part well, of that the was the original plan, that, right? Someone else will continue it, which would have been well, a much worse idea. It, I mean, that still could work. It's just the fact that the matrix films haven't really explored. They, they're still like fairly, they're still a fairly insular story. So there's a lot more that could be done. Like, do you no, but it shouldn't be 20... done because the, no. that's what they're about. <laughs> yeah. It's they're like about Neo's make... transition. Like, <laughs> Yeah. You can make 20 Animatrixes and you could probably do pretty well with that. But the thing there are is... There are comic books, I guess. Yeah. The thing, the thing about Star Wars specifically is that a lot of that expanded universe is like mediocre novels. I'm sorry mm. if either of you like the novels. I've I, I read a few a Lando novels as a kid. Yeah. I much prefer Star Trek novels because Star Trek lends itself to just like, here's a little sci-fi concept. How's Picard going to solve it? That makes sense. I mean, Star Trek was always short story format. It was always yeah. like that kind of thing. But, but the, um, my problem with Star Wars is that it seems like there's a big ass universe and then it keeps being insular. Yeah. But I, I know I, I'm not original in saying that. Yeah. I mean, there's so much we could go into about Star Wars that we probably have and probably will will go into again it's it's a weird uh weird well, puzzle you know what let's bring it back godzilla is one of the few cultural properties which possibly has the cachet of a star wars right well, you, well i was just like, everyone on earth you knows can, godzilla but you can bring godzilla back in as many forms he's just like mm. he needs to stomp something basically as long as but yeah that's it godzilla is go. just a godzilla he can be the good guy he can be the bad guy he can be in smart films he can be in dumb films uh, we should all stop calling it he, by the way. Mm. It's never gendered in Japanese. Hey. <laughs> um, it's like Jason. I I love Friday the 13th partly because Jason is this force, and then you can build a movie around Jason, and you can make a carry movie, you can make a space movie, you can make a possession movie, you can make a, you know, all kinds of stuff. You can make a Freddy movie. <laughs> it's, it's It works. I think it's the same type of thing. Where it's like you're not forced to um mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't I don't want to pick on James Bond because I do like a lot of James Bond films, but it's like James Bond was a slave to that formula for so long. Well also like the past 30 years of James Bond films, the plot has been does the world still need James Bond? Yeah. <laughs> and if you're still asking that at this point, I guess the answer's no. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i think cold war thing, for a proper bond <laughs> the thing that kind of bothered me was that skyfall was there were a lot of great things about skyfall but the main thing was it asked if we needed james bond and then was about 30 minutes longer than it needed to be because the last 30 minutes were about how we need james bond and ended with the soft home alone do, reboot there was a better way to do that and a bit that was clearly written for sean connery and they couldn't get in 
Ah, it didn't. That makes a lot of sense. Right. I mean, he goes to his okay. ancestral home yeah. and his Scottish old man helps him out. <laughs> OK. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not like I've read that anywhere. I just watched the film and thought that, you know. <laughs> no, that, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, have we directly discussed that before? Because that's what I've been assuming. <laughs> I think me and you talked about it. Yeah. Hey, I does it? I, I'm sure it doesn't in America. And I'm not talking about manga. I'm asking, does Godzilla have a novel verse? That just seems like it'd be really like underwhelming. Mm. Um, I've oh. come very close multiple times. The Hayando in Nagano has a little section of English, English language novels, mm-hmm. and they have got the novelization of Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> No, okay. I mean like actual like extended universe Godzilla books. Absolutely, I, it one hundred percent does. Right, there's Godzilla light novels, there's Godzilla novels, there's Godzilla mangas, there's Godzilla um, American comic books, well, there's Godzilla video the games, there's Godzilla. Manga. But that's what I'm, there's everything. There is everything. Yeah, I just want to. I want the written word. Just seems like it'd be very underwhelming for Godzilla. Um, I think a, a sequel to Shin could be interesting because it's not really about the carnage, right? It's about the weird things that Godzilla can become. Right. So I, I don't think right. it's impossible. But yeah, if you were just like trying to capture like 1960s Showa era Godzilla in novel form, yeah, maybe it'd be pretty weak. <laughs> no, oh, Shin Godzilla, I'm sure, could be in a novel because it would just be a whole lot of, uh, you know, dialogues, right? And mm-hmm. boardrooms. And, and, but then it would just be, and then, you know, Godzilla was busy smashing buildings because that's not interesting when you describe it more than that. <laughs> well, All right, I'm someone's looking... not a good writer. Well, oh, I wouldn't. Archive. I wouldn't pretend to write a novel. <laughs> I'm looking on archive of our own for uh, Shin Godzilla Erotica. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do we got? Uh, I'm not. I'm not finding a lot of specific Shin Godzilla stuff. It looks like most of it is just a lot of different monsters, which sounds like a huge. Oh, chore. people want to fuck monsters. Yeah, it's just like maybe they should just make the story about one monster instead of a hundred of them. <laughs> maybe they can't help themselves. <laughs> oh boy <clears throat> I, I assume Once you, pop, only... you just can't stop within the head lies the seed of the soul despite all appearances Dr. Graham didn't die that night Ghidorah has plans for her punishment for her efforts to contain him he will remake <laughs> her in his own image alright I'm done okay. <laughs> yes, probably. No, keep going by all means <laughs> I close the window it's too late oh, too bad um, uh, I don't think anyone here is going to call this filth but um is, is anything filthy in this not your porn i mean well the, uh, movie shin godzilla uh <laughs> this is the thing this is the thing that i always had an issue the only issue i've ever had with this film and i looked up the trivia and it's right there uh satomi ishihara who plays the uh, japanese english is diplomat, dreadful. yeah it says that she found out she was playing american after she was cast and was shocked by the amount of english dialogue she had to speak so that makes uh, a that makes so much sense because the thing is her character is the cool guy, right? She's always super mm-hmm. cool. And you could see it in her eyes whenever she has to start speaking English that she becomes terrified and has no idea what she's saying. <laughs> A YouTuber that I watch, um, she was the English language coach for that actress. Oh, and I I remember hearing her on like a podcast or a video saying like, oh, and she did such a great job. And I was like, did she? Did she though? I mean, <laughs> i mean she tr- she obviously gave it gave it everything she could but it's not you yeah. can't just it's not something that bothers me much me and matt's mutual friend rob he fucking hates that in japanese films and anime yeah whenever there's it, the supposed foreign character and they speak some english and they're just like phonetically <laughs> saying some shit 
Well, yeah, the, I guess. there's a much worse implementation in uh, Devilman Crybaby. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I haven't, but, but I've seen plenty of them in anime. The, the antagonist is uh, supposed to be an American guy, and he's like a newscaster. So he keeps going on the news and saying, where are they? You're right, driver? <laughs> Sounds like just <laughs> a, a machine. Um, we, Although we've we been haven't... watching JoJo, and the English in that is always brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, of course. It's like, Aerosmith! <laughs> you know, yeah. Goodbye, Jojo! <laughs> it's so funny when um, when someone is obviously saying the name of a, a band that's copyrighted, and then the subtitle says something that's not, like, Jay Giles is always Sanderfold. Oh, yeah, like, um, like, obviously saying Jay Giles? There's the character ACDC. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I saw one of the action figures in a store here that they, they spell it like, E-I-S-I-D-E. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That'll His name is well. ACDC. Okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, because hey, I'm um, reading like fan translations of the manga, they don't fucking bother with that. He just is good ACDC. Why not? Um, uh, there's something we need to talk about that we have skipped. Um, yes. What, it, what is you guys' relationship with Neon Genesis Evangelion? Um, I... Oh, I just realized... Oh, never mind. I just paused an online game, so I'm gonna get kicked. Okay. Oh well. <laughs> anyway, I haven't actually seen it to be honest. Uh, we were getting anime. Oh. There we go. Okay, Luke is entering it with his figures here. We we almost oh, got some nice. for okay. Christmas for Hana. We're, we're gonna make it a Christmas present. We got something else instead. Hitalia, Hitalia. Wait, how old is Hana now? Fourteen. Okay, that's the right age because that's the it age is. that you have to file the Ava. I think she read the. I think she read manga for it, but hasn't seen the anime. I mean, it's actually <laughs> I, one of the first animes I really, one of the first anime series I really committed to watching the entirety of, and it was well, yeah, because it's it's a nice tight like thirteen episodes or something. Yeah, it was very soon after I watched Dragon Ball Z, which is funny because <laughs> it's just I've so seen different. something. Did I just go? Wait, actually, I have seen some Evangelion now that I'm thinking about it. It's funny because I feel like I would have just made you watch it because I was. So you, you know what? Time. You guys should do Ava when you're done with like Space 1999. Maybe. Hey, Mark, um, you were thrown I'm off. into it. You got thrown <laughs> off because I lived in an apartment with Evangelion tapestries, so you probably just assumed I'd seen it. <laughs> I don't. I probably would have asked you. Okay. If you saw, if you saw it, I, I don't think that's something that I would just have taken for granted. Because when I lived with Devin, he had a bunch of stuff on the wall with Evangelion, right? So yeah. Anyway, just... yeah, I absolutely fuck with Ava. Ava's great. Yeah, <laughs> I I love it. I've I'm not a huge fan of the rebuild films, but you know, uh, I, yeah, I they're not as good as the original. Basically, I don't hate them or anything. Yeah, it's to me, it's just the camera. The camera angles are a lot more interesting to me in the original series, and, and there's more to it than that, but that's a lot of it because... Part and of also, it, was... it, it has time to be about humans, right? Yeah. It's, um... I, I don't... Yeah, it's it's hard for me to even put a finger on the... the but, but a part of it is I think it just took 15 years to make the rebuilds, so they're just sort of all over the place because ano is a depressed he's in a very man. different place in the first one than he was in the last one right so yeah and part of why he said i think he rejected shin godzilla because he was so depressed after making ava two or three that he no it was three and then he said i couldn't do it and then he changed his mind and you then he couldn't the do four 
Huh? Did he do the who did he do the Godzilla anime? Who did no. the no. no no because the Godzilla um they've been various, but in recent years there was a three part movie anime, which is fucking dog shit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's okay. really it's just it's just like barely one movie's worth of plot dragged out over three movies with the mm. most generic ass anime protagonists and stuff. I would I would not recommend watching it. And if you're um, not but recommending then, Godzilla. Yeah, last go... year there was the anime uh, Godzilla Singular Point. Oh, that's the t-shirt I'm wearing because my oh, Shin Godzilla nice. t-shirt is at Mercy's Place. Um, but that one is way more like it's more of like a weird physics-y sci-fi story and then Godzilla's kind of secondary. Huh. But it does it does like weird Japanese folk stuff and weird sci-fi stuff and lots of colorful characters. I would 100% recommend that one. Okay, I'm going to look that up. Um, it's all on Netflix. Luke, I have a, a one-star review here that should properly piss you off. And then I, and is, then is, I got... They're probably just going to say it's slow and boring and like, whatever, I get it. Well, I'm going <laughs> to chase it with a comment a little farther down from a different review that's just... the, the review. I don't want to read the review itself, but okay, for the one mm. I will read, it's just, is this a joke? Best Godzilla movie? Question mark, question mark. What's it all about? The worst film ever made. Monsters ridiculous. <laughs> Almost two hours of political nonsense. Terrible. Okay, here's where Luke goes red. If you want to make a satirical political film, don't call it Godzilla. Misleading. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, okay. I almost had that opinion when I first saw the film, right? Yeah. Like, because I was like, oh, that's not really what I was hoping for. I wanted, like, I liked the Godzilla scenes, but I was like, oh, is that is that it? And then it, I came back to it. You know, I was like 21, 22 when I watched the film the first time. And hot off the press of like watching a bunch of like Heisei nonsense. But then coming back to it, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. And like this person is forgetting that the original Godzilla is a very slow film about like a country's sadness. But he's just, yeah, he just wants them all to be big dumb action films, I guess. But I can understand that viewpoint. I'm not mad at the guy. Right. Okay. The other one that's yeah. just a fun quote. I don't want to read the whole review because it's not interesting, but just Shin Godzilla. No, shit. Godzilla is more like it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea if I would have liked this film if I saw it when I was 21 and had no background in Evangelion and didn't have the Evangelion music playing in the background. You know, I I, I don't know. Are you um, listening to like Evangelion to music now? I mean, it's, it's all over this film. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, no, maybe you didn't know that. Oh, I thought you meant like you were listening to it in the background of this podcast. Well, I did like send you guys <laughs> some oh, all the jazz, awesome yeah, fucking jazz music. From, I only uh, saw that ten minutes before he got on, though. So yeah, that, I did. yeah, I was frantically YouTube. finding my mic, which it turned out was wrapped up in my bed covers <laughs> behind my bed because I recorded a different podcast at five a.m. this morning, but Shit. I didn't bother to get out of bed for that one. So <laughs> when I made my bed, my you honor us by getting out of bed. Excuse me. You honor us by getting out of bed first. Then. Well, okay. No, because you insist you have video on for this one. Mm. <laughs> I sleep in just a pair of shorts. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there, you get something visual. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Shooter Sugisu made the soundtrack to this. He's amazing. Check him out. I he's, mean, you do light up the most when the Godzilla theme cranks in, right? I mean, that's just the yeah. Well, yeah, he knows. Part and parcel to, of being in a Godzilla movie. <laughs> well, he knows how to bring the classics in too. It's yeah. that's the whole thing. It's when you see Shin Ultraman. For those of you who haven't, it's got a lot more of that. I haven't. I don't have the cojones for Japanese. Japanese. 
You can watch it with subtitles now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll get around to that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we, we were doing Shin Godzilla today, so that was enough. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, I it, it's relevant. We've, we've gone on tangents that are less relevant than that. True. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't like shut up or anything. I was just like, oh, I can't really <laughs> contribute to that particular conversation much, you know. <laughs> well, you know. Um, okay, the big question, Mark, do you think this is a better film than the original Godzilla? This is the thing. I've only seen that movie once, and I was really high. Oh. So I kind of think that this is better, but I need to rewatch that, and I have not gotten around to it, partly because there are many Godzilla movies I haven't seen at all. Mm. I would re- I would recommend getting that watch, because it is yeah. genuinely a masterpiece. I need I need to. I, I loved it when I watched it, but I don't. It's uh, fuzzy. Yeah, it's also like a tight 90 minutes. It's not long. Yeah. I guess it was, a, it was that... an interesting. Um, it was a one of those nice situations where it just wasn't available in the States until it got yeah, a like really nice issue. Yeah, it was uh, sometimes. I don't know. Sometimes when, when that reissue happened, um, they just gave that film out for free on DVD with the Guardian newspaper in the UK. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's how I first <laughs> saw the original Godzilla. Oh. And I was like, I was just working in the supermarket and, you know. This newspaper came across my check. I was like, what fucking Godzilla's free with this paper? I, th- I think the first Godzilla movie I saw was Godzilla 1985 with Perry Mason. Hmm. Which the is, paper was which free is with Godzilla. That was free with uh, broadcast television. My first Godzilla film would have been either Invasion of the Astro Monsters or Ever a Horror of the Deep because I found them both on DVD, on VHS really cheap. Okay. I watched them over and over with like classic, hilariously bad dubs and stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think. Oh yeah, very good the, stuff. The first film's evil, easily the best one, but when you're feeling Godzilla, you're usually going to put on some nonsense from Godzilla versus. Yeah, you want to see him two, fight another monster Wars. and smash stuff up. Yeah. I'm more like I'm more likely to put on a Suitmation one than one of the CG ones. I like the legendary films, but not as much as I like Men in Suits smashing up real props. Yeah, yeah. The, the smog monster one. <laughs> Watch that a lot. I need to fill in some of my '90s Godzilla. I think like '60s yeah. good on the the real the, the final wars and a little bit before I'm good on. But I have a pretty big. I've seen the '70s stuff, but yeah, '90s and 2000s is peak Godzilla for me. Okay, I need to do. '80s I don't think stuff, has though. many. It doesn't have many. That's I was about to say I don't know the '80s that one. Well. I was like, well, there aren't that many in there, are there? Well, I mean, the last, like I said, the last new one I, the last one that was new to me that I saw was Godzilla against Mech Godzilla 2002. Um, it was basically a movie about them building, like humans built Mecha Godzilla in this movie, and they basically were testing him. So and they built him one, around yeah. the, is that the one where they built him around the skeleton of the original skeleton. Godzilla? Yes, exactly. Oh, that's a good one. So yeah. That's a weird thing. Every Godzilla film prior to 24, to this one, every Japanese one at least. No matter what continuity it was, the first film from 1954 was always canon. Yeah. I mean, so they have multiple different continuities, but that one film is always part of the continuity until Shin Godzilla. That's, that's a good way. That so, Maybe that's why Godzilla can just keep going and going and going, right? Like, yeah. As opposed to the other franchises we were mentioning earlier. Because it's like, well, it's always from the base point. You know, well, I think gonna... Japan has this a different relationship, I think, to canon than a lot of Western like storytellers and audiences like stuff like um pokemon right 
people take it seriously, but it it runs on Simpsons time. Like they had twenty seasons where Ash didn't age, and I think people are more willing to just be like, "Yeah, that's fine. No one cares." You don't okay. get bloody. I don't think you're on Japanese web forums. You get fan theories about how Ash has been in a coma and that's why he doesn't age since episode one and shit. It's <laughs> like I don't mind that. I do kind of mind when we have four movies that are called Halloween. <laughs> you know, it's like it. Oh it, yeah, it the title nice shit. We, yeah. Yeah, like. That that does kind of annoy me, but I don't mind when they're just like, well, yeah, nothing's real except for the first Halloween and then the second movie, which is also called Halloween. And it's like, whatever, sure. Oh, and the third one <laughs> just, can still yeah. exist in the continuity because it's something completely different. But I hate having to but say... But they take the Japanese naming conventions and call it Halloween Final Ultra or Halloween... Shin um, Halloween. No, what's the word they used to use before Shin? Uh, you said ultra already, right? Right. No, 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 Halloween no, no. It Final was like, Wars. Um, Gaiden, Halloween Gaiden. Oh That's yeah, that's what I want to see. <laughs> All right, hell yeah. more of that shit, <laughs> dude. They can make a Halloween anime. It would be amazing. Or just straight up let let them do a Japanese Halloween movie. You imagine like a big Japanese wrestler dressed up as Michael Myers and doing that. Yeah, hell yeah. Now I just want things that'll never happen. Never say never. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Freddy versus Sadako. They did oh, Grudge versus yeah. Ring. They did do Grudge versus Ring. Ha- has did anyone see any of those uh, those things? What things? No. Sadako versus. No. No. Uh, I've only Samara. I've only seen the original Ring and the original Grudge. Me too. So yeah, I don't know. It feels you know, like technically, I bet I bet you're the same as me. You haven't actually seen the originals. No, I've seen the because, original Japanese No, the original remake. straight to VHS Japanese one before the first Japanese remake. What? Yeah, both oh, of those oh, films were straight to VHS films before the versions that are known as the original. Oh, At least are... the ring and I think the grudge as well, yeah. So were those good? Not as I think there's a reason no one watches those ones. Okay. <laughs> but it is a weird thing where like the original is still not actually quite the original. Because it was like but a TV I mean, movie or whatever. I could imagine seeing a version of the ring that was actually an obviously made for vhs movie that would be very terrifying yeah yeah yeah. You know like I mean? imagine the way the way if it just got like passed around word of mouth pirate yeah, copies you know that's the ring experience yeah straight to video <laughs> was the right call uh at that time Ooh. i'm just thinking about scared just being scared watching the movie the real mm. movie the mm. main one mm. not, not real one whatever the, the expensive one a lot of people know <laughs> Um, do we have any major thoughts you want to throw out on Shin Godzilla? I feel I feel like uh, folks here might have something to say that hasn't gotten said yet. I don't know. What do you think was going to happen next if they hadn't frozen him, based on the tail we see at the end there? Hmm. They had not like... My my, re- my reading is that he realized that to become the ultimate killing machine, he had to become man. <laughs> like, not, do, you, down little dude. do you not know what I'm referring to, Matt? The final um, shot of the film where all those human bodies are peeling off of his tail. Right, right. That's a that, that, so that was his effective. next form. Oh, okay. Like he's yeah. going to become a whole army of dudes. Yeah, because there's like these these humanoid figures are starting to re- be released from the tail, and like he coagulated just in time, I guess. Okay. I, I looked at it like it was Piccolo spitting the egg out, like a defense. Yeah. Like he was like, oh, this body's about to die, but I can escape as this thing. Mm. I hope that 
they get to move that forward someday because there's so many cool things that could come out of that. Literally yeah, come out of and that. like the one that's coming out this year, I, I don't know. Maybe it'll be really good. I think the name is really dumb and the fact that the whole trailer <laughs> is just them justifying the dumb name. It's not the <laughs> best sign. But, you know, that could be marketing people. That might not be the people making the film, you know? I, uh, um, I haven't seen the trailer, but I'm like, it's probably not like when I think Godzilla minus one, it's like he just got divorced. That's so the movie is set like immediately post-war. Okay. And all the everyone was saying it was going to be called Godzilla Zero. But mm. then the trailer's like, after the war, Japan had nothing. And then Godzilla came. So now they have less than nothing. Godzilla <laughs> minus one. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I almost feel like right. it was going to be called Godzilla Zero. And because so many people predicted it, they were like, fuck you, we're calling it Godzilla minus one. <laughs> <laughs> That, that kind of makes me want to see it more, actually, because that sounds yeah. ridiculous. But anyway, what I was going to say is maybe it will be a good film, maybe not. It looks like a very traditional Godzilla. Like, he looks like a big reptile. Um, in a suit? No, it's still CG. But I, I Shin's such a different interpretation of what a Godzilla could be that I want to see someone have a chance to explore more of that at some point. Hopefully Anno himself, but if not, you know. Because well, I mean, Godzilla, guess... like Godzilla, is just this shape that smashes Tokyo, right? And you can interpret that in so many different ways, other than just an irradiated dinosaur. And seeing it as just this, like, embodiment of evolution, and like a post-COVID, Shin Godzilla could make sense all over again, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, this is sort of about Fukushima, even though. Yeah. Not oh, it's very about it's very about Fukushima. Oh, yeah. Well, just just as the first one is about Hiroshima and Nagasaki, even though it's not explicit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I was here in 2011 and seeing the news reports and everything. Like, like for Japanese, it was just like very bonk bonk on the head, right? Because the, mm. I mean, even now, Luke sees maybe some news of you know tense situations or whatever. It's just, it's same stuff on TV. It's not like American news. It's very much what you see in this movie. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't know this until looking at all this IMDb stuff, but this movie is also co-directed by Shinji Higuchi, who was the sole director of Shin Ultraman. Like, Anno didn't direct Shin Ultraman. I didn't, no. I didn't know that. Um, uh, did did he direct Shin Kamen Rider? Yes, he did. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, th I thought that was the case. They made Godzilla together and then split up to do the other two. But I'm sure all three were very collaborative, right? And they, they all have kind of a made. pretty similar vibe. But, you know, I think I just wanted to point just wanted to point that out because I don't think that I didn't know that. Oh, and, maybe and, that and means I like that guy more than I like Anna because I it's possible. really liked Ultraman. I haven't seen Common Rider, so maybe I'm going to love it. Who knows? But I, I would definitely success. say that that guy has a little bit of the sauce that that I like. But mm. who knows? I mean, it could have just been a a big bunch of storyboards all over the place and it just stuff ended yeah. up and wherever it ended up i think stuff is a very collaborative um like in all film studios right like nothing yeah. is made by one or two yeah exactly that's why <laughs> that's why some directors their later work is completely unrecognizable it's not just because the person the director changed so much but because um, you know, their collaborators well, left or me died. And, me and Matt, our big theory with Tenet was like, yeah, it's got Nolan, but Nolan's nothing without the team that he usually works with. 
And I was about to throw out the same example, and you got the yeah. first. So okay, <laughs> so I will second that. Like I, I like Tenet, but it's not as good as his films where he has Hans Zimmer on the music and his brother on the writing, and so on and so forth. Hmm. I I didn't realize that a whole lot of there's a whole lot of difference in the. Uh... Yeah, I I agree. It's not his strongest work. Um, it's one of those things where I love the first act of that film and hate the third act and <laughs> feel ambiguous about the middle. But yeah, it was a, it was the B team with Nolan. Nolan's still there, oh. but everyone else is the uh, the B team. So even his regular like if... actors aren't there for the most part, are they? <laughs> yeah, Michael Caine has like a one scene cameo. Yeah, but and, um, and, no Cillian I... Murphy, no. Yeah, and neither of you seen Oppenheimer yet, right? No, Speaking not of scheduled for a Japanese release yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially you know, not I... in August. <laughs> Didn't know if you had like ethically downloaded it since. <laughs> No, I, I, I've, I've heard it will have some spectacle, so I would like to see it. Oh, I definitely want to see theater. it. But it's, yeah, and I like it's pretty it good. Theater. As someone who hates biopics, it's pretty good. Will you talk okay. about well, it? A biopic can be better if you don't like the guy you're making a biopic about, right? I suppose. It's, <laughs> it's definitely not super. It's definitely not super duper nice to him. I'll say yeah. that much. So, uh, yeah, pretty good. Um, it's it, the character that Florence Pugh plays is baffling. <laughs> and it, it really furthers the whole, you know, that everybody's like Christopher Nolan always just makes a dead wife. Mm. Um, you know, this is the first movie I think he's ever made with a sex scene in it. <laughs> and her character is just, he just learned what it was last week. <laughs> wait, you learned what sex was last week? Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wonder uh, what Gen Z had to say about that sex scene. Florence Pugh feels like the kind of character is the kind of girl you think would be an unattainable goth girl if you've never met a real woman before. There's <laughs> nothing she does makes any sense. Um, which is fascinating. Anyway, okay. we'll talk about it later. Um, I guess we'll wrap this one up for today then. Films and filth. Mm-hmm. We're on we're on social platforms. If you find us under Films and Filth, maybe we mentioned some earlier. Maybe we didn't. Don't even know. On Patreon, we're at Podcastio Podcastius, where you can join in the fun and hear episodes a little early with a little bit of extra banter, so on and so forth. What do we do? We do for the time thing. being. Instead of sharing the Patreon, we should probably share like where you can support striking actors. Okay, where you got you got something uh-huh. for that. No, not off the top of my head. No, no, I thought I thought maybe you're staring at it on a on a screen, which I'm No, not. I'm staring at Splatoon on a screen. Okay. <laughs> hey, play Splatoon. play Splatoon. Uh, there we go. Play some um, Splatoon. How to support wait, okay. Just Google how to support sag. You know what you should do? Uh Shin Godzilla is currently sitting at a six point eight on IMDb. Just give it a couple Damn. of tens until it gets to way nine. 10 to un well no i guess you you agree it's a 10 except i said it would be I like think a it's 10 the cgi I think it's, oh it's absolutely a 10 okay it's, so you can do that then 10 is good enough <laughs> i i yeah i i maintain to my um position that there are no 10s i'll okay. give it a 9.2 i don't think there are 100s but i think if you're using a 10 point scale you got to use all 10 points but that's again that's why i think numbers are all bullshit <laughs> i think the I mean, best number scoring system is the five stars right because there's no fucking debate what the difference is between a three star and a four star and a five star. And no I, one thinks I, a five star is saying it's perfect. How about a four star rating? That was what the Leonard Martin guide had in the 80s. 
Mm. Four stars. Four star movie. I, I maintain that I thumbs? Oh, yeah, I like an unround. I like a weird unround number, like 80, so mm. that you have to think about it, that it doesn't feel like... No, because I don't think you should be thinking about the number. I think you should be listening to the words of the review, and the number shouldn't be your main focus. That's why I fucking hate numbered scores. It's 63 out of 80. It's think like, about it. If you put 80, yeah, but but you, you're not thinking hard about it. You're not thinking as hard about it. A 63 out of 80 sounds better than a 63 out of... Like, I feel like on the 100 scale... People look at under 60 as a failure, and that's not good. Mm-hmm. 48. That's still pretty 22. good, right? But that's that's, that's my point. That's like in a five-star system, no one's gonna look at three stars and be like, oh, they fucked it. Yeah, that's a but good three point. star is like, you know, 40 to 60. I would just which should be average. But five is an odd number. So it does, I think that that helps prove my theory that it should be like a weird non-round number. Yeah, I guess. Anyway. Film reviews we, are odd. Yes, they are. Three thumbs. Three thumbs. I give this film an. 